Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today I'm talking with Ausie Kimmins about how she helps businesses scale and grow via Facebook ads. Ausie is the co-owner and marketing director and Facebook ads expert in their agency, Wingfire Media. They are currently managing $2 million per year in ad spend for all clients combined, and they specialize in low-ticket info products, the SLO or micro offers, course creators, and coaches. Welcome, Aussie. Aussie. Yay, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm glad to have you on today. Yeah, I'm really excited. So thank you so much for inviting me. You're welcome. Could you tell us a little bit about how you became an entrepreneur? Yeah, it's an interesting story, actually. So I, I always wanted, I studied business management before, and I always wanted to have a business. But, you know, I got married, having kids, being a mom, like that kind of like went away and I wasn't focusing on it a whole lot. But my husband also kind of had a little bit of that bug and he was working full time and he was just not feeling happy. He was not pleased. He was just like feeling like there was nothing else there. There was no growth. And he was like, I want to, I want to start a business. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's do it. So he quit his job and we had some ideas of what we wanted to do and we had savings and that was around August of 2016. And we just kind of went after it and it was really hard at the beginning and things were not working. And, and then I was just like, okay, I think what, what the problem is here is that we don't fully, fully know sales. Um, and maybe we can learn a little bit about our marketing and that kind of like got me involved. And I was like, okay, let's figure out what we don't know why things are not working. Let's solve it that way. Right. So then I went down this, you know, this kind of rabbit hole of learning about digital marketing, learning about online sales and everything like that. And we found ourselves kind of wanting to provide the same service to other businesses because we realized how important that was. Like we really truly believed that the reason we were struggling is because we didn't know those things before. And that's kind of how the story started. It started from a fail attempt to quit his job of three to four months of really hard, um, you know, kind of situation economically trying to figure things out. And then out of that love of like, and, and understanding of like, okay, whatever it is, the obstacle we're facing right now, we can, we can get over it if we have the right knowledge. So all we're missing is the knowledge, right? So that, that led us to this journey and it's being awesome. It's being hard. It's being all kinds of things, but it's fun. Everyone always hits that point where it's like hard and you kind of want to like turn around and go back, but you never know how close you are to the end, right? To that, to the tunnel opening to actually succeeding. Yeah. And, and it, you're never like you're there, but then there's always new hard things, right? But yeah, like you're, it's almost always there. Yeah. 100%. What do you like most about the work that you do? Oh, that's a tough one because we're kind of getting to the like a next level of our agency and it's very, very different from the first phase. It really is. Um, initially, you know, we were on a point that we, we were doing everything ourselves. Like we were doing all the ads, we were doing the funnels, we we're doing the copy. And then we had like one person helping us with the funnel stuff. And and I love the part of it. I actually really love marketing. I have a natural knack 
for it and you know like it's just kind of like i get the things as soon as i study i was like okay yes this makes sense so i really love that part of it and then i love building the relationships with clients and that was like something that i really enjoy but as we have hit the next level all those things that i once loved are not true anymore and i'm having to learn to love <laughs> to build a team and letting go of those things that I was doing before, right? So like I have now to train other people to do what I was doing. I have to stop having that super close personal relationship with every client because it's okay for me to do it with five to 10 clients. It's not the same when you have 30, 50, 100 clients, right? Which we're not at 100 yet, but that's kind of where we're going. So it's a tough question because, and I think this is important for anyone who's in the entrepreneurial journey, like you are going to have to learn to let go of the things you love the most and have to learn to love new things and adapt and change. I think out of all of that, I think I could say that I actually do like adapting. I like changing. I like this opportunity that I am always growing, that I'm always learning. Um, and then ultimately, I really do like having an agency. I like serving people in that way. Maybe one day far away, I might have a coaching business. It's not my thing. I don't like coaching. I like doing, like I like doing, providing the service and knowing that I am truly directly impacting your business and your revenue. That for me is like, it's huge. It's really important. It's just that I'm in a position that I am having to let go of doing that myself. Was it hard giving up that aspect of control and letting other people do it? It was so hard. It, it's still hard. I am still struggling with it. It is so hard, especially like this is why the agency model fell so well for us. Like it just kind of, it just matched our personality really well. Both Ronald and I are very academic. We are like, I'm the kind of person who I go and I figure things out and I learn things and I go and I do, right? I study math. I like math. So like I am a doer in that sense. Um, and so like doing the service for someone else more than coaching comes to me easier, right? I really like that. So I'm basically having to learn to let go of the most basic thing that was making me, um, you know, like be good at the agency style, like, because I was providing good services, we were getting good results and I love doing that part. So having to let go of that has been extremely, extremely hard. And yes, I am a little bit of a controlling personality in some ways. Like I like to know what is going on and to, you know, kind of have a hand on what is going on. I like to make sure that it is what I want and that it is the way I need to be. And that was good for us because it helped us grow. But yeah part of growth in the growth we are right now is letting go of that and it is hard it is hard so for anyone who is an entrepreneur journey like you're going to have to get to the point where you're going to have to be okay with letting go and it is not easy but it pays off in the end it really does and it frees up more of your time too hey yeah, it's a mix because um, at the beginning it doesn't because like you have to be training and spending time in creating processes and doing all those things. So you're like literally, you know, like maybe a month or two months training people to do what you do so well. And that actually added more to my plate to them before. I'm being like super honest, like this idea that building a team is like, oh, it's going to be the best thing over and you're going to have all the time in the world is true. But after 
right? So like it, there was a point and there's still a point like where I'm spending more time than I was before, even though I have more people in my team. It's crazy. But once they get through that initial phase of training, once they know what to do, then my time frees. And then they're doing all the stuff that I was doing before. So it really is a mix. But yes, eventually leads to freer time or at least free my time from doing the things I was doing so I can focus on, on fully on the growth of my business and someone else can focus in the growth of my clients' businesses, right? Yeah, so true. What are some common mistakes that you see some of your clients making? Oh, there are so many. Um, I think the biggest mistake anyone makes with ads is that, and with online businesses in general, is that for some reason, entrepreneurs who come into the online world think that it should be easy. They think that it should require no investment, that if you put $100 on ads, you should make a million dollars, and that if you lost $1,000 in ads, it's the worst thing ever, and they immediately think that, you know, like, I don't know, if they pay someone to do their ads, they think that it's the ads person's fault. If they did the ad themselves, they think that the ads are the problem, and, <laughs> and they quit too soon right they quit too soon because they have wrong expectations i think that is the most common mistake i see like in a couple of words wrong expectations if you can adjust your expectations and you understand how the numbers work and you understand that an online business is still a real business and it still requires investment and if you stuck through the process and you adjust your expectations to understand that yes it will be hard in some moments especially at the beginning yes you might lose some money with your ads but if you stuck through it you're getting data back you're getting information back you can tweak you can optimize you will see the golden, you know, the golden line of the tunnel at the end, like you will get to that point. So everybody who we work with that are extremely successful right now is because they went through the phase and they stuck to the process long enough to see the results. Anyone who is starting out or in the midway of the results and they are just like not getting the results that they thought they should be getting, they quit it. They never get to see the fruits of anything because they just keep going after the shiny object. And they, they think the problems are different than what the problem really is. And the problem is just you have wrong expectations and you're not sticking to one strategy and one process. That's really all it is. I wish I could help every, every single entrepreneur put that in their minds and understand, like, just have the right expectations and stick to it. I'm not saying don't pivot. I'm not saying that there are things that you might be doing that are not working. That's not what I'm saying, but you shouldn't just have, you know, like, okay, I wanted to make a $70,000 launch and I had a $5,000 launch. Like that expectation of your first launch being a $70,000 launch is totally off. 5,000 launch if it is your first launch is actually pretty doable, right? But if you're thinking that you should have have a $70,000 launch, you're going to immediately want to quit because it didn't meet your expectations. So yeah, and like a couple of words, I just kind of kept going in circles, but that is it. Wrong expectations is the most common deadly mistake I see entrepreneurs making. Is there like a ballpark, certain length, like time frame that we should let let's say an ad run for to be able to get correct information? It's a mix. So, you know, a lot of people used to say you need to let it run for three to four days before you know everything. That is not exactly true. Like when we turn on an ad and let's say we're testing five different audiences and one of the audiences is producing results right away and the others are not, I turned it off. 
if I can find one audience that produces results right away, why am I going to let the other ones run without spend, like, you know, without results spending money? So it's a mixed thing, right? But does that mean that you're not going to put money into things that don't work at all? No. So I turned off the other five. I kept that one on, but now I'm going to go ahead and test new things with the other five to see if I can hit. So I'm not letting things run forever or for a few days before I turn it off. I'm actually a lot quicker in turning them off, but I am testing and retesting and testing and retesting and the testing and retesting takes budget and it takes budget that might not actually give a return right away right so i turn six on i left one on i turn other five on well next day i'm going to test those five again i'm going to try different copy i'm going to try different thing they might not hit again so it might have been another day that you spent 50 to 100 dollars, and then the next day i'm going to test again so the process of testing is really what takes the money and not so much leaving it on i do not recommend leaving something on for more than a couple of days if you have zero results at all. And it also depends on what kind of results are you measuring. So if you're looking for leads, oh my gosh, your audiences should be producing leads right away. If you're not getting leads in your first couple of hours, there's something really off unless you're in a crazy expensive industry like you're a lawyer, right? If you're measuring for purchases like an SLO, a microphone, or tiny offer, whatever we want to call it, and your budget is the $50 per day budget and you didn't get a sale on the first day with any of your audiences, I would probably let it run for another day to see what is going on. After two days of zero purchases, I turn it off, right? So it also depends on what is your budget and what is the cost per acquisition or cost per lead or the cost for the result you're looking for, right? Um, so there's a lot of nuances there in variables, but don't let anything run more than two days without any results at all. Like that is not collecting data. That is just, um, right that is just wasting your money like there's there's a line there there's definitely a line <laughs> well thank you for those words of wisdom so kind of speaking about like getting results on ads let's say but who's an ideal client for you with your agency um right now we're working a lot with slo uh funnels the ideal person to work with us, even if it's for an SLO funnel, is that you at least have had some ads running and you have gotten sales. So you know your product sells with ads and you're looking for someone who can take that to the next level and who can do all the testing for you and who can apply the strategies that you might not know and understand. And that would take you a lot longer. That said, doesn't mean that, you know, it's like you would probably take about six to 12 months to make something work. We'll take about three months. That's kind of how it works, right? So for an SLO is someone who is in that level. However, we do have packages where we help you design and build the SLO. Um, so if you are an entrepreneur who you have a course or you have a, a coaching program or you have something and you want to start collecting leads with your SLO and you have your SLO products ready, but the funnel is not ready, we might also be able to help you with building that and testing that. And then for our other ad services, um, it's really someone who has been spending money on ads and they're looking to scale and they're looking to hand that over to someone else because they don't want to be putting the time into doing that. So we, like, we definitely do not work with someone who's just starting out, who's just building a business. They have never tested their offer. They don't have a funnel that has been tested and proved with ads, right? The only exception to that, again, would be the SLO. And in that case is if you want to hire us to help you build your SLO, but your offer is ready and you have sold your high ticket offers before. Um, so yeah, like in a nutshell, you have to be running ads at some level and you're trying to get that over to someone else. Okay. 
So how do your ideal clients find you? Is it more like, do you run ads for your agency? Do you, is it more like a word of mouth referral? It's both. So we get a lot of referrals from clients, from podcasts, from people we know. And then we run ads for ourselves as well. And we are, we definitely have plans to increase our own ad budget in October. We want to double that. But yeah, those are the main two ways, either referrals or the mouth or, or our own ads. Cool. So you mentioned a little bit about like one of your business goals, but what is like a big goal or two that you have for the next year or two? We really want to take our agency to $500,000 per month. That's what we want. And we are in several masterminds where there are agencies that are on the level. So it's like totally possible. We're going to have to do a lot of adapting in the process, probably opening up our niche a little bit more eventually. But like that is the big go. I don't think that is like the next year go. I think the next year go is to get it to maybe 200000 per month. Um, but that is like a two to three year ago, probably it's, we have big goals. That's awesome. What would that goal, how would that goal change your business? Oh my gosh, that would completely change everything. I think at that level, I definitely have <laughs> to learn to not control at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, like at that level, I think we are very little involved in the day-to-day of the client work. Like there's definitely a bigger, much bigger team in place. Like, you know, all the processes are definitely nailed down. I think at that point in time, I don't even know, like at the 200,000 level, I think I'm still going to probably be doing our own marketing and things like that. Cause it's what I like at the $500,000 level for month per month. I think that is the point where Ronald and I have discussed and he's just like, I think at that point I'm hiring a CEO, right. And, and we're kind of giving the business to someone else's hands and, and we're probably either building another business or doing something else, but it will like drastically change everything from where we are right now in the, you know, in the work of everything very, very, very much to where we're not so much um, into everything, I think is a complete change. I don't even know if I have the right answer to that because I don't know if I have fully visualized what it means. But yeah, I, I think it's a lot of changes from where we are right now. It really is very, very different position. Do you feel like you have any roadblocks that might be holding you back from that goal? Yeah, so right now, our our main roadblock really is actually me. Um, not so much in the sense that it's hard to let go of control, but in the sense that everything is in my head, right? We have been doing well, you know, like we're at 50K per month right now, and we have produced really good results for our clients, and it's all in my head, right? So like, I am the one who knows all the marketing. I'm the one who understands funnel. I'm the one who understands the audiences. I'm the one who understands ads. And we have a, a team, but it's still very much in my head. I still very much do a lot of the ads management, right? And I, because of that, I'm the roadblock. So I'm creating processes for the way I do things and creating processes for the way we manage ads, but that also takes time. And then I am training people and I'm training my team, but like, it's all so much still so dependent on me that I am the roadblock, right? I, I prevent us from growing faster and farther because I'm focusing on the things and then I'm not fully focused on our own marketing. And so we need to really kind of get out of this place where we are right now, where it's still so dependent on me to deliver services um 
and yeah, and where I truly, fully rely on our team a little bit more. So yes, I am the roadblock and I know it. <laughs> About the only time you really want people to be able to go inside your head, right? Oh yeah, yes, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so what's working for your company to attract more business? Like, is it just the ads or your other things that you're doing? It really is a mix of everything. The truth is that it's very surprising that we are actually at this level because we really only started ads for ourselves about a month ago, but producing good results for our clients, serving our clients at the highest level makes a difference to where people either stay month after month or to where they are actually referring us to other people, right? And like, but then even in that way, like our ads, our ads had a huge impact as well. We had a lot of clients from our ads, but our ads were only possible because we have really strong case studies. So my entire funnel for our ads, that's what it is, is 10 case studies, right? 10 case studies, not one or two, like 10 case studies. And those case studies would not be possible unless we had had those results in relationship with clients. So it kind of like just feeds on itself, right? I would say, I really believe that making sure that you are producing results and, and, and helping your clients truly succeed is a huge part of success. Now, without sales and marketing and prospecting, yeah, it doesn't, none of it matters, right? At least not for scaling, but it, it really is a mix. I can, I can feed my own ads. I can feed my sales and prospecting because I have good results, right? And those things kind of merge together and then they push each other up. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I see it. Thank you. Is there anything that you guys are doing to kind of stand out, like anything special? Or is it just kind of the ad aspect? Like, do you guys post daily? Do you do a certain platform? No, we, we're not, like literally, we're not really doing anything. I haven't logged in into my personal Facebook in almost three months now. Just a bunch I of noise, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate organic stuff. And we will start doing as soon as I, I can get my team to fully operate as you know, and all the things that I do, we'll start going back and doing that. But no, it really has been either a referral or ads. What I can tell though, is that having a really powerful funnel has helped us a ton. Like that's how we send out. That is very different. There is no one else out there who I see offering 10 case studies, right? 10 successful case studies. So that is one of the things that helped us stand out. And then the other thing is that we do have a very specific process for the way that we do ads and it is our unique selling proposition, which is the AIPS formula. Um, and that is like the hook and the most important thing of our entire funnel and how our ads work. So. It, it just goes back to that, like, what is, what is your thing that is different from everyone else that, ha, you know, that you can help other people do? And, and that is what we do. Like our process for ads for your initial three months of ads is very, very unique. Um, and yeah, that's what we use in our ads. Cool. I'm going to switch a little bit here. What's the best advice that you have ever received? Ooh. I think, I think there's been probably a ton, but there's like two things that come to my mind. And this came from one of our mentors who is a, you know, a, a big agency guy as well. And he said that 
if you are cut up and only making sure this was big to me because I was so into like, I want to make sure that my services are the best there is. Right. But he's like, if you're only cut up in serving that one client, you're never going to be able to grow and serve your clients in the best way because data and volume are everything in business. Right. So if you have 50 clients who you're serving in the same way, then you can test things and you can truly know, what things are working and what is not working and you can improve your process to serve at a better level. If you only have one person, you really have no data to say that what you're doing works because you haven't proven with anyone else. That was a big shift of mindset to me. Um, and that's where I was like, okay, we really need to focus on sales as much as we focus on delivery. And then I think the other thing was team, team building. Um, we were in a mastermind last year with Julie Stoyan and I don't remember who was giving the talk at the time, but they said, you know, like you, people tend to blame their team for all the things that are not good and say, oh, my team is not good. My, my employees are just not the all-stars that I want. But in reality, it all comes from you and your leadership. Like if you are a good leader and you can help your team perform, your team will be the best there is. If you are a poor leader, then your team will also be a poor team. And it is easy to blame on the team when in reality it's about you. Um, and that was a big mindset shift for me as well. And I was like, okay, I want to be a good leader, right? So those are two of the main advices that I can kind of think of. Thank you. What's the best advice you have ever given? Huh. As far as business? Whichever. Um, Even if it was to your kids. <laughs> my kids. My kids. There's a million <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think if we go back to business is, is that is what we were talking about at the beginning. Set the right expectations and then try to overcome them, but don't have unrealistic expectations and then base your results on them. Like stuck to the process, stick to the process, like expectations that you can actually meet and overcome like right past them so that you can keep progressing it becomes really stressful when you have the wrong expectations and you think you're not meeting them and you think everything is going badly and you give up or you then you know you get into shiny object syndrome so stick to realistic expectations meet them and then overcome them then pass them then get over them right but don't set unrealistic expectations because that is not going to take you anywhere to be honest so true thank you very much is there anything that you would like to share that I haven't asked you? Uh, no, I think this has been pretty good in covering most of the points that I think are so essential for anyone trying to build a business. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on today. How can people find out more about you and what you do? They can definitely find me on Facebook, which I haven't been super active on as far on a personal side. Um, they can go to our current funnel which I believe I can give you the link. Um, give me one second so I can grab that correctly. It is, so don't go to wingfarmmedia.com directly because I will take it to our website, which we don't really do a whole lot with it. Um, go to our funnel page where there is the case studies and we'll be really good. And it is launchnow.wingfarmmedia.com and I can.com and I can add that in the chat as well. That is probably one of the best ways to get a hold of us right now is by going to the funnel and then watching the case studies. And if you want to schedule a call with us as well. Awesome. Thank you.
so thank you so much for taking time and sharing with us today. No problem. This was awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you, Regina. You too. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review. And I'll catch you on the next episode.